Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Uh, Again, you honor us, and thanks for being part of our community. Thanks for coming out and listening. We hope you had a great Thanksgiving week, and uh, we hope that uh, uh, everything with family was a blessing. And if you didn't get to be with family, at least you got to connect with them and talk to them and and love on them and things of that nature. And uh, we're in Proverbs 8. So this particular proverb, Stephanie, has been talking about wisdom and wisdom yelling out to us and wisdom uh, you know, there's a call there. There's, uh, it's like he personifies, God does, he personifies wisdom and makes it a real attribute that we all need to have. And I think sometimes we forget that. I think we forget that, uh, you know, part of being marked for God, part of is, is being honest, beyond reproach, being in the right place, uh, taking that high road. We talked a lot in that first uh, podcast on Monday and and this section, uh, I'm sorry, and uh, I'm and then Tuesday taking the high road, and then today we want to say we got to take the high road. We we got to be in the high place. You know, it's always better being up high. And uh, when you want to live, you want to live somewhere up high. You don't want to live in the bad area. And uh, so Stephanie, saying that, catch us up on the great eight. Is everybody doing okay? Yep, everything's everybody's doing well. They're all in school, getting the last couple of days in before um, the Thanksgiving holiday break. So, they, yep, they're doing really well. That's great. That's great. And uh, I got to see some. I called yesterday morning on Marco Polo Charles to sing him a happy birthday. I always use my best voice to do that. You know, did he let you hear my voice this year? No, he didn't. Well, you're probably better off. But anyway. Um, I, I called up Charles and, you know, it was during the process, I guess, where you guys were loading in the van to go to church. And so there was about half the people in the van and I did see Caleb walking around holding her jacket up above his head. <laughs> it looked like it was raining. And Emmy was in the back of the van and she yelled hello to me, which made me happy. And Charles said hi. And it looked like a good birthday day. So that was kind of cool. And, uh, so they seem pretty excited about church yesterday. And so effectively, your revival ended yesterday. Um, no, it went through Thursday. It was Sunday oh. through last week. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. And one of the cool things that Stephanie's church does, so if you're in uh, northeastern Indiana, one of the cool things that they do is they have church, have a lunch break, and then have church again. It's a lot more people are doing that. So people who drive in and stuff, you know, you get all the services, you get to have a meal together, break bread together, hang out together. You just want to be in the front of the line because you might miss some of the good food. You know, you want to make sure that no one cuts in front of you and gets that awesome cupcake or anything. So what did you bring yesterday? Um, I brought, they were pumpkin spice moon pies kind of a thing um, that were 
pumpkin cookies with a pumpkin spice cream cheese chilling. Then I did deviled eggs. Man, I made this pumpkin cake. Did you see that out on Facebook? With a no, cream I... cheese, sugar cream frosting. Ah, oh, it was in my story. It was, it, it was, it was quite awesome. I will say that it was, uh, God really blessed through that. And so, okay, well, see, Stephanie brings the load, man. Devil eggs. I'm all about them. If you put the word pumpkin in anything, you could say pumpkin spaghetti and I'll eat it. So, uh, but I, you know, I'm just not a pumpkin spice latte person anymore. Stephanie, I just, it doesn't do it for me anymore. You know, I got to be up front with you. I don't know why I'm still, I just got to stay in the chai road. You know, I've been making my own the last, I've only been to Starbucks like once in the past seven days, but I've been making my own chai. It costs 45 cents versus five bucks. So I've been going down that road. So here we are in Proverbs 8, but we do have, you might be a knucklehead. And I've been thinking about these, you might be a knucklehead, how it affects people with PTSD, what's going on, how people feel. Um, I, I just, we may have covered this before, but I think it's really important. And, and Stephanie went on the positive side. So you might be a knucklehead if you fall out of contact with someone with PTSD and you don't work at getting back together with them or explain why you're not in contact with them anymore. Example, folks with PTSD only open their hearts and group to a small amount of people. So most of us, you know, we'll have a close knit. Now I'm, I'm the opposite of that. All right. I got friends, you know, uh, Stephanie, uh, is a friend, you know, my wife's a friend and my wife and higher than a friend, obviously. And, and then, you know, a few pastors and this, and, uh, so I probably have, I don't know, 45, 50 good friends that are in my life, but most people with PTSD, Stephanie, and you can attest to this, the people you counsel with have just one or two friends. I mean, don't, don't you think that's about right? Well, I think it depends on the situation, um, but I think there's a, a lot of people out there who have PTSD, yeah, who feel like they're kept in a box, yeah. um, and you often feel like you're the odd duck out. Yeah, so I guess what I'm saying is things you don't say or do with people with PTSD, and you might be a knucklehead if you let your connection drop off with someone with a PTSD without giving an explanation. Like, Hey, I'm getting busy. I'm moving out of town, something like that. So you might be a knucklehead if you're friends or pastoring or a leader to someone with PTSD and you just start blowing them off. And, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to be friends with people who are messed up, Stephanie. Sometimes it's, and I'm not talking about people hurt us. You know, you and I have both counseled people that hurt us are weird that are narcissists, things of that nature. I'm talking about just people who, you know, it's, they're just going through it right now. And, uh, certainly uh, you and I have been in places where we're just going through it right now. And, and sometimes we kind of go back there. So I guess what I'm telling you folks is be that friend, uh, that someone with PTSD can trust that someone knows you're going to call them up, that someone knows you're going to pick them up. And, and, and ladies, let me say this. There's so many ladies right now with PTSD. If you're in a church or something, talk to your pastor and doing something with PTSD. We'll send you videos. We'll send you slides, whatever you want to do. There's so many ladies out there. And in my opinion, Stephanie, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, in my opinion, this segment of Christendom and this segment of our communities seems to be the biggest that, that, just shut down and, uh, and don't get involved with anybody. I mean, do you have that feel? Yeah, I think that's a common reaction. Yeah. 
Yeah, because, you know, and not picking on women, women are some of the strongest people I knew. You know, all three of my sisters could beat me up till I joined the Army. So as far as physical strength goes and, and, and mental strength too, but I'm just saying, uh, ladies, you can make a huge difference, huge difference reaching out to people in your community who've been through junk. Go to a rape crisis center. Go to a, uh, you know, a mom and a uh, uh, kids center where, you know, dad beat them or something like that. Go, go grab a woman. And men, listen to what I'm telling you. There's men out there that are messed up. And, you know, go find them. You know, look for them. Invite them to church. You know who that shy dude is or whatever. And and let's just love on people. Let's let's give the greatest Christmas present ever. So anyway, that's a long way of saying you might be a knucklehead if you just cut off relationships with people with PTSD. Same thing of things you don't say and do with people with PTSD. But the fix to that is simple. Pick up the phone, care for people, bring by cookies. Uh, everything gets better with that. And you know what I'm thinking, Stephanie? You know, the, the bigger you make a chocolate chip cookie, the more right with God you are as a human being. Mm. That's like work salvation. I'm just saying. Well, I, I'm not talking about salvation. I'm just saying that when a, somebody whose heart's broke, someone who's hurting gets a mm. four inch diameter chocolate chip cookie with at least three ounces of chocolate chips in that bad boy, you're having a good day. That's all I'm saying right there, man. This <laughs> True. I'm not talking about those one inch teaspoon drop chocolate chip cookies that why do people even make chocolate chip cookies that are only one inch? Stop it. They gotta be <laughs> at least two inches. That's all I'm saying. If your chocolate chip cookie comes out of the oven and it's not at least two inches, you need to look at your heart. You need <laughs> <laughs> those things should be two. I think three or four inches is the real size of a chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it should be the size of a pancake, a small pancake? I think it should be. Anyway, that's all I got to say. We're moving on here in the proverb, in this particular proverb, proverb eight. But food, you know, we got to hit this, Stephanie. We got to stop for a second. What is food that we give people during the holiday season? What is food that people appreciate? Um. Well, I mean, you can always a pie is always a safe. There it is. Safe thing. Um. That's actually what. Charles and Hudson wanted for the birthday meal on Wednesday. So we're, uh, my sister is making apple pie. They wanted apple pie and ice cream. So when's um, Hudson's birthday, I already gave him his present. Oh, you're just at it. We just hadn't had a chance to have a party. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, pie is always safe. Um, pumpkin stuff. Pecan. Yeah. Pecan pumpkin bars. Um, we're coming into cookie season, you know, once Thanksgiving comes, yeah, cookies are always safe. Oh, yeah. And if you know how to frost in them and put like, I don't know, you know, a picture of a nativity scene, you draw one of those on there or a cross or whatever you want to do, put a reindeer on it. Those frosted cookies are right with God too, Stephanie. I just want to point that mm-hmm. out. And Have you eaten lately? Because because there seems to be a massive food emphasis going on. Here. You know, I'm, I'm smacking over here. There's something going on. You know, I'm, I'm just... You know, I'm going to fade away unless I start eating more. That's all there is to it. But anyway, food is always the right idea. And and Stephanie's right. Stop by. And, and I'm going to tell you something that most of you people have never heard of. This is the best kept gift secret in, in the free world. And that's they got this new hot chocolate balls. Uh, whoever came up with those hot chocolate balls, may God and of all heaven and earth bless them many times over. You know, you just throw this hot chocolate ball and hot milk or boiling water, and it just unfolds and turns into hot chocolate. 
it, it brings a tear to my eye as that happens. So give those away too. Here we are. We're in Proverbs chapter number eight. We're starting in verse six. We're going through 11. And uh, folks, really engage with people out there. Engage them during the holiday season. I know it's a busy time. I know some of y'all got a, a bunch of kids and you got things going on. Stephanie has eight. One of the ladies that listens every day told me at church yesterday she has 14 children. So a shout out to her, 14 children. And uh, yeah, and her, her husband is deployed for like a year and a half or something like that. And her family is seven states from here. So folks, we get how busy you are. It's okay to buy the cookies and send them to people. I just want to point that out. But here we are, we're in Proverbs 8. You don't have to cook them if you have more than, what do we say, three kids. All right, here, for I will speak of excellent things. And the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and right to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Wow. There's a lot going on there, Stephanie. Right away, it's talking about mm -hmm. what wisdom is. It's better than rubies. I, have you ever owned anything that's a ruby? Uh, I, I think not. Yeah. No. They're pretty. You know, they're red and they're pretty. They're I used beautiful. to sell jewelry. They're beautiful. Saying wisdom is better than that. And then it talks about silver. And then it talks about gold. And and uh, uh, so right away, it, it, it speaks of excellent things. It, it goes on. It, it's like, listen up to what I'm telling you. I'm talking about these excellent things, Stephanie. I mean, right out of the... Uh, right out of the reading, right out of that first verse we're looking at there in verse six. And what came to your mind as we read these excellent things and we looked at them? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is that verse six says here, for I will speak of excellent things and the opening of my lips shall be right things. My dad just preached a message on the power of the tongue yesterday morning and it was powerful. Um, both ways that the tongue can be a blessing or ways it can be a curse. And here I see that wisdom will always, when it controls the lips, right things will come out of the mouth. It will be things that are godly. It will be things that are excellent. A mouth filled with wisdom isn't going to joke about things that shouldn't be joked about. It's not going to be insensitive. It's not going to be cruel. It's not going to be cunning. It's not going to be conniving. It's going to be filled with excellent things. And a wise woman in Proverbs 31 says the law of kindness is in her tongue. In other words, that's the muscle. The muscle movement of a wise woman will be kindness. And so I, I see here, when as we, as we just start into this, the things that we are going to be seeing coming out of this mouth are going to be right. They're going to be filled with God. God is the one controlling this mouth. And um, just as we go into this, that, that strikes me as very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, and, and it says a lot. It just goes on. Uh, you know, we're being called to, we're being, uh, that our mouth should speak truth, that we should, 
Uh, we should do these things, for my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Uh, so not, we defile parts of our body by not speaking truth. Uh, so I think what God's doing is he's comparing lies with wickedness. He's saying, you know, we, we do speak truth. If we don't, we're being wicked. And so a lie is wickedness is what I'm getting out of this here. And, uh, and, and that's kind of scary. And it says, all the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. There's nothing bad. I, I, I mean, don't we have to be in a place where we mark our words, watch our words, take a breath, as we said in the last podcast, be prayerfully right, be studying the word of God, uh, be bathed in the Holy Spirit of God. Um, and before we answer people and it's so hard and, you know, I was thinking, Stephanie, as we were talking about that in the last podcast, I was thinking about how hard that is for those of us in the ministry, especially, you know, if you're a pastor, a pastor's wife, a missionary out there on the field somewhere, you got to be so careful Man, it's so easy not to be on the high road. It's so easy to be hurt, you know, and people hurt you. And uh, something Stephanie and I have talked about in our lives, we've been hurt. People will hurt you. They'll just say things to, you know, to satisfy their pride or to, or to satisfy their desire to look right, be right, to be that narcissistic knucklehead. I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, it's got to be so hard to keep. Folks, if you've got a pastor, if you've got a pastor's wife or a missionary, a uh, lady or gentleman missionary out there that are saying the right things, that are reacting properly, Get on your knees and thank God, uh, because God's saying that this wisdom is is worth a lot. It's important. It's the way we live. They are plain to him that understandeth right to them that find knowledge. So if you're a knowledgeable person, you find knowledge in wisdom. It goes together. Receive my instruction, not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. Not just gold, but choice gold. And choice gold, if you look it up in Old Testament terms, is that gold that uh, they've mined it. They've come up with the gold. They've melted it down. They've scraped off all the scum. It's like, you know, a 24-karat gold. It's this beautiful gold that they would paint on things, that they would polish. And, and, you know, God's given us this comparison that wisdom is so much more important than that. Wisdom is so much more beautiful than that. Saying the right thing is so much better than that. It looks so much better than that. It wears so much better than that. It's something you want to be part of, and I'm excited about that. And then it says, for wisdom is better than rubies. And uh, rubies was a, a jewel that was mined pretty heavily back then. It was that beautiful red. People would find bigger and bigger rubies that they wanted to give to their wives and queens and people of money back then. And all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. For wisdom, you can't, all the things, Stephanie. And, you know, I, I read that a, a minute ago, uh, you know, this morning as we prepared for this podcast. And, and it's saying everything in this world doesn't compare to wisdom. All those right. things you want, they don't compare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's no, there is no wisdom is Jesus Christ and there is no comparison to him. He's above, he transcends everything. Yeah. That's, it, I think the point of this. There, That's exactly where we're going. You know, what's the point? You know, what's the point of all this? I like that Stephanie just said that. And the point of all of this is to bring honor and glory to God and help our fellow man to get to a place where he or she can bring honor and glory to God. I, I, right. Isn't that what this is all about? Well, right. And understanding that, um, you know, anything in this world 
everything in this world eventually is going to decay, is going to pass away, is going to be worth nothing. But wisdom is something that is priceless and it's something that goes with you to heaven. Yeah. It's, it, it's fruit exactly. goes with you to heaven. And I think that's what makes it more precious than rubies or more precious than anything else that you could even possibly imagine because wisdom is who Jesus Christ is. Yeah. And, and, and I like all that. And I, because I, I, I think this, uh, you know, the stock market can crash. We can sell all the jewelry to eat. We can do everything, but nobody, nobody can take your wisdom from you. Nobody right. can take God from you. Nobody can take your godliness from you. So I, I think, you know, we go through all these things in life and, you know, many people listen and work with people with PTSD or they're dealing with PTSD and their hearts have been hurt. They've been upside down. Uh, they've had a relationship with that wrong uh, guy, a gal, they've, you know, friendship, whatever, you know, they've been down that bad road. Uh, but to know that you can leave that, that somebody can mess you over, but you still get to leave intact with all your wisdom. You still mm -hmm. get to leave even more important than that you get to leave with the Holy spirit of God. So remember that wisdom and God are inexplicably right. Inexplicably hooked together. We can't explain it, but God's wisdom, God's light, God's love, all those things come together to give us who we are and what we are. So on this day, what do we take from all this? Be wise. What do we take from all this? Walk on the high road. It smells a lot better on the high road too, man. You don't, you know, you know all the sewers and stuff are on the low roads. That's where all the, all the bad stuff is. Walk on the high road, live on the high road, love people, care for people, be part of it. So closes out, Stephanie, knowing all that, knowing that God is wisdom. Wisdom is God. We don't have anything on earth that's better than wisdom. How do we close this? Well, I think we close it. <clears throat> We're going to get into what wisdom leads to. Um, but I, I would I would leave everyone with the challenge that Jesus gave um, in the Sermon on the Mount when he said that no man can serve two masters. And even as a child of God, you have to make the choice that Jesus Christ is my all. He's my life, my victory, my all. Or you will choose to serve yourself and choose to live for what's temporary. And the two will never mix. There's, there's Satan will throw all of these twisted lies at you that you're serving God while you're living for yourself. Yeah. But you cannot do both. And so... Seek his face today. Seek wisdom himself and ask him to, to show himself to you and to reveal those spots in your life where you're seeking the silver, the gold, the rubies more than you're seeking him because where your treasure is there will your heart be also. There it is. Yeah, that's it, friends. Where your treasure is. Hey, find wisdom out there. Hug up to someone today. Love on them. Connect again. Connect to your friends. Uh, go out, you know, and, and as I said, ladies and gentlemen, hook up with somebody, connect with somebody who's really going through it this Christmas season. Take a morning off, go hike somewhere together, buy a cup of coffee, do something together, bring two inch or bigger chocolate chip cookies. They change the world. And if you know how to make a frosting cookie, better yet. Hey, we love you folks. Listen to every word brother Eric's got to say. We want for you, honestly, Stephanie and I want nothing more for you than to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
And we're the next step people. So if your next step is to get saved, get saved. If your next step after that is to continue to grow in God's grace, we want that for you. And that's why we do this podcast every day. We sure do love you folks. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.